Welcome to Inside the Mind, a podcast hosted by myself, Jennifer Forster, and my beautiful co-host, Ali May. We're excited to be here, diving into edgy, raw, and relatable conversations, woven together with mind-blowing questions that will shake up your model of the world, expand your thinking, unravel your beliefs, tease apart your patterns, and walk you to the very edges of everything you've ever believed about yourself. As NLP trainers, coaches, entrepreneurs, we'll be traversing the topics of business, relationships, money, family, spirituality, leadership, and personal growth, all through the discerning lens of NLP, ancient teachings, and a healthy sprinkling of womanly wisdom. One thing we believe to be true is that if we want a different outcome, we must be willing to ask a different question. And the answers to those questions are always inside the mind. Hello, extraordinary soul, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Mind. Ali May here, and my beautiful co-host Jen Five Star. Today, we are diving into a topic that we are excited to have a chat about: evolve or repeat. Yeah. So we were just having a conversation off camera, as we do. We do this on the daily, and if you follow along with us, you know that we have these conversations on the daily. But sometimes we have conversations that just feel inspired in some way or that there's something here for someone it just feels like a divine moment that something drops in and we want to crack it open so we just were having a conversation off camera about a post Ali that you shared on the weekend and it just had two words which is the title of this podcast episode and as we were talking about those two words I just felt this, we need to do a podcast episode on this. Let's just do it right now. So this is very much going to be a channeled episode. It's going to be very much an inspired episode. So strap in. Yeah, so giving credit to the beautiful Tamara Darren who shared this on her page and it simply evolve or repeat. And how this just came about, I said to Jen, what do you think of that evolve or repeat? She said, I fucking love it. Let's do a podcast episode. <laughs> so here we are. So here literally we are. five yeah. minutes ago, we hadn't had this as a topic. Yeah. And yeah, even though we do a lot off the cuff and a lot is channeled and downloaded, sometimes we will have bits and pieces that we jot down before it. Very rarely, actually. So most of our stuff is off the cuff. Yeah. Or we've had a previous conversation about it and then it becomes a topic and we dive on in. So this one we haven't spoken about mm. and we're just going to dive on in. Yeah. So when Ali said to me, what did you think about that? I went, I fucking loved it because what it, what it showed, and I saw it on the weekend as well, but what it spoke to me really powerfully was where am I doing life on repeat? Groundhog you know, Day. Groundhog Day. We have spoken in previous episodes about Groundhog Day. However, when I think about that, I also think about I'm the creator of my life. I'm the one that is whatever is happening in my life, I'm creating it. Therefore, I'm also the one that can evolve as well if I choose to. Now, the only way I'm going to evolve is by consciously choosing a different response to a current set of patterns and programs that are playing out in my life. So if something is not working in my life, then what am I going to do? Am I just going to keep going, you know, like a the old vinyl record with the needle running across it and then just going back and starting all over again? Or am I going to choose to evolve? Now, here's why I think we don't choose to evolve so easily, certainly for me, because if we choose to evolve, then something has to change. 
And I'm not just talking our underwear. I'm talking something massive has to change in our life. We have to decide that the way we're currently doing something, we're going to do it completely differently. Now, I guess it can be instant, although in my experience, usually what happens for me first is I start the thought process about it. I start thinking, you know, about And I've just got an example dropping in, and this is just real honesty with you guys right now. So up until last Christmas, so I'm going to go back to last Christmas. Now, I don't know why. (laughs) That's quite funny even when I say that. I don't know why, but what I often find up until recently, until last Christmas, I often find that I would get, and this has been going on for years, guys, years. I would get to Christmas, around Christmas time, December-ish. And I would begin to look at my bank account and think to myself, you know, being self-employed and whatnot, I would begin to think to myself of where I would need to trim my Christmas just so that my cash flow would take me all the way through to January when I was more active again. And I remember last Christmas having that very, very thought. I had no idea this was going to drop in alley, so I'm just going to run with it. And I remember having that very same thought and the very same set of circumstances. And I remember saying to myself, I'm not doing this like this anymore. Now, I had said it previously. I definitely had said it previously, but I hadn't said it in such a way or with such conviction that I was able to look at, well, how did I get to this point every year for year on year on year on year on? And what would actually have to be different, like radically different, in order that next Christmas, which is where we are now, and I can tell you it's radically different in my world right now, that I would have that radical shift and change. Well, I could repeat the way I've always done my life and business, or I could evolve. And I remember around about this time last year, Ali, we began talking about doing the podcast. We began talking about doing trainings together. We began talking about doing really different things, maybe about a month further on from where we are now. It was after I did my trainer's training. Which you were at right now 12 months ago. Which I... Uh, no, not, not master quite. Master, master, master yeah. 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 And so just to go back to where I was there, I knew that if it was going to be different something in my life had to be radically different. So I looked at all the previous years and I looked at, well, what did you do in December in previous years? And what did you do in January in previous years? And here's what I can tell you that I did. I would literally take my foot off the gas. Now, I'm not saying don't rest. I'm all for spaciousness and rest. But what I would do is I would repeat this behavior of taking my foot off off the gas. And then I would have this same experience of Christmas where I have to watch my money. I have to be careful. I can't do all the things I want to do. Can't buy all the presents I want to buy. And so I shifted that. I knew I wanted it to be different. And I knew that if I was going to change that, something I had to really fully evolve. So we began planning our 2023 and we began setting up things that we were going to do. And we began doing the work, the work that would bring all of these new things to me. Now, along the way, why I'm sharing this is it wasn't that simple. Yes, it was. And what came up in the process? Well, a whole bunch of my stories came up in the process of me going through that evolving versus repeating the same experience that I'd had for year on, year on, year on, year on, and evolving into a different version of myself that would create a different experience. So 
here's the piece here for me. Was it just about creating a different experience? Not necessarily. What really made things different for me this year, and I'm so pumped for this Christmas, I've just got, life is so good for me at the moment. Like it's just unbelievably good. And I look at where I've been in previous years and I've never been in this situation before. So now when I go back and unravel that, It wasn't that I necessarily changed anything different about what I did because I kind of still did all the same things. But what I did do was I evolved the version of me doing those things. I started to look at, well, if I was to have the kind of Christmas that I wanted to have, who would I be in that Christmas? What would I look like? What would I be doing? What would I be thinking? What would I be saying? And I started to, instead of trying to change my circumstances, I changed me, the version of me that existed in those circumstances. So I don't know if any of that made sense. It made total sense. And I'd love to just break a couple of things down there. Right. Share, Jen. Do. <laughs> One of the things that I love is when we make a decision to change something, to evolve, we'll use that because that's what we're talking about. When we make that decision to evolve, all the things that are not serving us will come to the surface. So when Jen talked about like her stories come up, everything will come up because we cannot take those stories with us to the next version of us. I love this. This to me is the glass ceiling. It's like, okay, well, Jen made the decision, okay, I'm going to have this kind of Christmas. So then Jen may have found herself like hitting that glass ceiling of these stories coming up. So my curiosity, Jen, when you were talking was what was your belief around making money in December, January? Because I know a lot of people in the industry that I'm in have had the belief that, and let your unconscious mind know this is, is an example as you're listening to this, that it's hard to make money at Christmas. So I was like, oh, did Jen have that belief? And then there would be other things that are coming up, potentially around Jen's, I'm just going to speak hypothetically here, mm. potentially around Jen's worth and then stories around money and then you know taking the deeper, the deeper stories around money, like what was actually there for Jen? Might have been belief around Christmas and family and things like that. So all those pieces, whatever they were for Jen, got to come to the surface so that Jen could shift and clear those so that she was able to go on and have Christmas a different way. Mm. And when we talk about evolution within ourselves, it's not always fucking easy. I was laying on the beach the other day chatting with Jen on the phone. Jen, Yes, Jen and I are pretty much joined at the end, uh, even when we're not together. So I was laying on the beach and I was looking up. I was talking with Jen and I'm like, oh, my fucking God, Jen. I said, you should see the sky right now. I said, it's like a phoenix. I couldn't get the word out at first. I'm like, what's that thing? I said, it's like a phoenix. And I'm like, I, got, I need to take a photograph and send it to you. So I took this photograph. But you couldn't even see like a third of what was actually happening in the sky. And I said it through them, Jen, and Jen's like, yep, I can see this phoenix. And it's like, it's that, you know, things get to burn to the ground. Mm. Things get to shift and change when we are in that evolution space. And we can choose the belief that it's easy to evolve. We can have that. Glass ceilings for me, I lean in on those now. In the past, I'd do my head in. It'll be really emotional and I'd think I was a failure and I'd have all these stories going around. Now when I feel myself at a glass ceiling and I feel the discomfort in that, it's like, oh, great, I know what's on the other side of this. Let's go. What stories are coming up? What beliefs are coming up? What do I get to shift here so that I can go into this next evolution of myself as a human being? Yeah, I just love that, Ali. Because what I want to add to that is everything was easy. I really want to share that. So when I made this decision and made it with just such conviction in my body, I had also previously shifted beliefs I had around things being hard and that things had to be hard. Gosh, just take a moment there, Jen. That crack, fuck it now. 
As an overachiever, <laughs> if you are an overachiever, if you are a high achiever, if you are a driven human being, you will probably identify with taking on challenges and tasks that are particularly hard, right? You know, there might be an easier option, but you'll take the hard option because, you know, if it's not hard, is it worth? Is it really worth it if it's not really freaking hard to do? That used to be me. And I truly lived in that. I made everything hard for myself. Ali knows this. So some of the work that I was doing with myself a year ago through my trainings and working with Ali and then becoming a trainer of this work was dissolving the belief I had that everything was hard. You know, this is hard and this is hard and oh, this is going to be amazing, but oh, it's going to be so hard, but it's going to be worth it. I mean, my God, that was part of the evolution of Jen that occurred inside of having the experience that I have now. So I could have repeated doing life hard. I could have repeated having the same experience. However, that was what changed for me. So I really changed that. I did the work that had that change. And so when I did Master Prac and then I did my trainer's training, before I had even started my trainer's training, I already set up a training of my own before I became a trainer for the February of 2023, this year. This just happened. So I set up a training for students to, yeah, to be <laughs> I know you did it as well, <laughs> to be able to enroll into, right? Easiest thing in the world to do, right? Easiest thing in the world to do. We decided we were going to be doing the podcast. We set dates in January to start recording podcast episodes. Now, all of that required a different version of me, right? A version of me that would allow things to be easy, would allow things to just come into my space easily and effortlessly. And ironically, the whole irony of this whole story is even though I set myself some big challenges, they were so easy to bring into existence, because it was just a matter of, for me at least, you know, once I dissolved the giving up, making things hard, it was just a matter of putting things into my future and being the person that would be doing those things in the future now. I don't know about anyone else, but for me, that was almost, it was like an unconscious evolution of Jen occurred just by doing that. And it changed my entire year. Like it's changed so much in my life. Like, I'm halfway towards saving for a Mercedes-Benz right now. That's where I am with this. Now, that's not where I was last Christmas at all. But what I want to share is if we go back to the topic of the episode, repeat or evolve. For me, the evolving came in side of my beliefs and who I wanted to be as the future version of myself. And when I became, when I figured out who she was, and started to take on the traits and do the things that she would do, the evolution seemed to just happen all on its own. So I would say to anyone listening to this, if you're coming, you're going to listen to this probably around October-ish, this episode might come out, and you're already thinking about where you are heading at for Christmas or whether you've got some old stories or limiting beliefs coming up, I would really invite you to just be aware of that and ask yourself, do I want to repeat this again or do I want to evolve? And if you want to evolve, start with getting clear on who does that person even look like? I think sometimes we get bogged down in the how and we miss the opportunity to just really step into the embodied version of you that exists in the future, because I believe that she does anyway, and he does. 
It's just being able to look at it from that perspective instead of making it hard for yourself. Yeah. I have a a different angle I want to come in on with this as well. So I love that. Over the last year or so, I've been repeating a pattern and it's just, I've just shifted it. It's taken 12 months. Now in that, initially when I started with this, like this piece for myself, I was very emotional, very erratic, highly emotional. So then the lesson was there. And then something would shift and then it was almost like the same thing would show back up again and then I would get the next learning on this. It took me a while to get out of the emotional mess actually in this specific instance. And then like over this last 12 months or so for me, it has felt like Groundhog Day and I've been doing a similar thing over and over and over again. Now I want to share, I'm sharing this for a specific reason. There can be lessons, like our lessons are our lessons and our timing is our timing. And we won't know, yes, we can choose it, like we can make that choice and go right now. And then in that moment, we may have, well, we will have 100% in my world, it happens and I've seen it in other people's worlds, I believe this to be true, all the stuff come to the surface. So for me, it was going into that specific experience and then everything that was no longer serving me to have what it is that I truly desire came to the surface. That took nearly 12 months for that to shift, move, evolve the whole lot before I came to a place of going, oh, okay, now I no longer choose that. I feel like I've got everything. So sometimes it can take a little while. Sometimes it might be as uncomfortable as fuck. I remember like listening to you, Jen, far out. I was transported back to when you did prac with me (laughs) and just sitting there on the first day, how hard. Mind if I just shared? Please. I'm I'm an open book. it, It was so like... It would seem like a 5% thing. With the last episode and the episode before, we talk about the 5%. So if you haven't listened to them, go back and have a listen. They're really great episodes. The 5%, it was like so strong in Jen. Exercises were hard for Jen. So doing them, Jen made everything. Fuck, I love your evolution, Jen. This is an 18... I love it like, too. I a, love it. It's an 18-month evolution for Jen. And it hasn't taken 18 months for this to happen. But I would say that it probably took 12 months of shifting that story of... Jen cleaned up a lot at Prague around that story of things being difficult. And it was as simple as exercises. And our exercises are not hard at Prague. Jen had just made that, created that belief, had that meaning that everything's hard. Mm-hmm. So, of course, exercises were hard. So, Jen shift, shifted that at Prague. And then at Master Prague, another layer of that came up. You know, Jen was continuing with her studies throughout the time frame before Master Prague. Other layers came up. So, then there were other things to shift and clear up for Jen. Now, looking at Jen, she's bougie as fuck. You should see her chocolate <laughs> red. Look at my cherry chocolate nails. Cherry chocolate nails. If you're listening to us, not watching, they're bloody beautiful. Jen's just this whole other woman fully embodied. Now, the pieces still come up for a portion of time because when we make the decision in our world, everything's going to come to the surface. As we touched on before, everything's going to come to the surface that's not serving us. Mm. Now that Jen's had that shift within herself and knows that things get to come with ease and grace, Jen created that. She created ease and grace. I'm talking about you like you're not here. And Jen created things in her life with ease and grace. Now it's a choice. For me, mine was a personal thing. And now I have a different choice. So it opens me up to different possibilities. Know that your journey, though, is your journey. And the learnings, however long they take, if you are conscious in that and you are awake on that and not just living in Groundhog Day unconsciously unaware, then your timing is your timing. Yeah. And just to, you know, in full transparency here as well, the story that I just shared, I had been in that repeat version of me for a decade, at least a decade, where I was in that repeat 
version. Repeat, repeat. Mine has been too. Repeat. A decade until I become conscious of the piece. Yeah. Now it's been a year of consciously working through that. Yes. 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 And yeah, which is kind of Same for me you. about, yeah, I yeah. just got that as yeah. well. Good oh piece my God, there. That was a really good piece. Yes. Yeah. The, the key piece here, Jen, that I'm finding right now is that the awareness has to come in for the change. So Jen made the decision to not have another Christmas the way that she'd had it in the past, for the past decade. Now, it wasn't about Christmas. Mm. No. Oh, That's just the catalyst. Thank you for and saying that. I was just, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I really wanted to say, I love that. Yeah. I really wanted to say, this has got nothing to do with Christmas. This has got nothing to do with anything about Christmas. It was the version of me that was showing up and showing herself to me at that particular time every year. Exactly. And the piece that I've just navigated through over this last, or the last year or so, I noticed that that story has definitely played out probably for maybe around 12 years consciously. It's probably played out since I was a kid. However, I've got the conscious awareness on that. So the choice is I no longer desire to play this story out. I choose a new narrative. Mm. So as I said, all the pieces come to the surface to shift out the way so that I'm no longer playing out that narrative, then I can go into choose what I desire and create what I desire. Fuck, I love. I just really want to acknowledge us as human beings, Jen, you, me, myself, and every other human being that is consciously choosing their life, mm-hmm. consciously choosing to evolve and shift through the pieces that aren't serving because every single one of us deserves to live a truly lit up life, to be feeling loved up, feeling excited, feeling the juice of life, just waking up every single day like Jen does. I've never met a more happier person than Jen. <laughs> and it's just like just having that within our being, truly being 100% lit up in every single area of our life, it is possible. It just takes looking at those stories, shifting them and choosing something different. Yeah, yeah. I think to close this episode out, repeat or evolve. I think it's a it's a choice and it's a question as well. So yes, it's a choice and it's also a question. And I love a good question. I really do. And and I love a question that that allows me to take on a new perspective or see something differently or find a new possibility in something where I only ever saw limitation before. And that's what I love about that phrase, repeat or evolve. It's an invitation. And know when you choose that invitation to evolve, that it's likely that your stuff is going to come to the surface for you to shift and clear it so that you truly can evolve to where it is you desire to go. Yeah. And then it does get to be really peaceful. And then it does get to be joyful. And then it really is something that, you know, I really do wake up. You are so happy. I just realized that. It's true. It's so true. I wake up so happy and I'm so, I have the most ridiculous amounts of peace in my life. Now, I do not live on a rock on the top of a hill surrounded by no one. I live my life. I have life. I have life experiences. But the way in which I now experience my life, it's so magnificent and that's not to say that I will not continue to have the choice to evolve inside of my life on a daily basis that also means if I'm choosing to evolve then I'm going to get to look at whatever isn't serving me in terms of evolving so I really want to make that clear you know that I wake up happy because it's a choice I choose to wake up happy And I experience life like everybody else experiences life. It's just the way I choose to see my life. And the NLP tools have really supported you with that too, right? Um, Master Prac, becoming a trainer, all of that. It's like 
how does Jen get to a point of being this happy and clear and clean and congruent? Jen's done the work. She's done the timeline therapy to clear up all the shit that's in the way of her evolution. Me too. Yeah. You know? It's I'm like busy. a... And the, yeah, that's why we will bang on about timeline therapy until the cows until come Until the cows come home. <laughs> and on that alley, I would invite anyone who's listening to this who can make it to the Sunshine Coast on the 9th and 10th of December this year, if you would like to create your own evolution to take with you into 2024 and maybe choose not to repeat something from 2023, come and be with us at Unleash 2.0. It's a two-day truly transformative experience. It's capped at 40 people because we do go really, really deep. It's a very intimate coaching experience for everybody in the room. If you can be there, be there because I just got that for myself, just given the timing for myself in and around that end of year. It's such an opportunity. So the invitation is there. It's only, you can be in the room for $297, which is just an extraordinary, there is a VIP option as well. The link will be in the show notes. Come be with us. Come put the wheels of your own evolution into motion for your 2024. Yeah. And what I love about that event is that we give you a lot of how. It's not just a what event. So for the investment, it's so small compared to what you will receive. We had breakthrough upon breakthrough in the room. Yeah, um, within the first hour. Yeah. You know, within the first hour of us arriving into that space, it was just, yeah, breakthrough upon breakthrough, transformation upon transformation, shift upon shift. And the beautiful thing that I love about being in a live room like that, when one shifts, everybody shifts. It's, yeah, a rising tide lifts all ships and it's such an extraordinary, extraordinary experience. So the invitation is there. If you can be with us, come be with us. It will be so profound. Catch you on the next episode. See you then.